0: Today, we're going to talk about mac and cheese, making fun of your partner, Nilla Wafers, getting banned from Twitter, jumpsuits, grease, inflatable dolphins, and the world's worst M&M tribute act. That's in a minute in a special all-comedian episode of Follow Friday. But first, a quick announcement, which is that Follow Friday has been nominated for Best Technology Podcast in the 16th Annual Podcast Awards. Thank you so much to everyone who nominated us online. I really appreciate you. Please send all the good vibes over the next month and a half. The winners will be announced on September 30th.
1: Today is a good day to meet some new friends. Hey! Everyone, make a way. A the show is a birthday, the folks you should know. Hey! Let's have a swallow. Well, that's enough for place.
0: I'm Eric Johnson. Welcome to Follow Friday, a podcast about who you should follow online. Every week, I talk to creative people about who they follow and why. This is a guided tour to the best people on the internet, led by your favorite writers, podcasters, comedians, and more. You can support the show and get bonus episodes for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash followfriday. Speaking of Patreon, those of you who back us there already know this, but I'm currently recording this on the bed underneath the comforter. I'm in a hotel room with a lot of loud, ambient noise, and this is a classic radio technique for blocking it out. So yes, I look very silly right now, but Ira Glass has probably done this, so whatever. Continuing my Ira Glass impersonation, this week we're choosing a theme and giving you four follow recommendations on that theme. We're going to be doing the same thing next week because I'm currently on vacation. We'll have a completely fresh episode with all new material in two weeks on August 27th. This week's theme is comedy. We're going to hear from past guests about four comedians you should definitely be following. Links to all of them are in the show notes. The first one up was recommended in the episode with Adrian Jeffries and Regina Delay from Under Understood. Here it is.
1: It's Final Friday.
0: Adrian, your first pick is in the category someone who makes you laugh, and you said Amber Wallen, who is on TikTok at b u r r underscore am comedy. She also co-hosts a podcast about black science fiction and fantasy called The Sci-Fi Sci. So talk about who Amber is and why she makes you laugh.
2: So first, up, I just want to say, like, I had a really hard time picking people um, <laughs> who were in my favorites because I have a lot of favorites and also because part of what I like about TikTok is just how much of a range and variation there is. And I like being in the feed and seeing lots of different things, like people talking about Their disabilities or taking care of their disabled relatives and then people talking about different aspects of identity and people of different ages different backgrounds like I think that part of it is really cool but there are some creators individually who I have fallen in love with and I want to watch all their videos and Amber Wallen was one of the ones who stood out to me like very early on when I was still in that period of TikTok getting to know me it served me a video of her Making fun of her husband. Yeah. I think that's, I saw, the, that was the first one I saw. I
0: think you have to be more specific. That's a lot yes, of her videos, It's, it it's
2: like, <laughs> she she's making fun of her husband, basically. He's like, do you want to go out? And she's like, no, because you know what's going to happen. And then it cuts to her husband enthusiastically engaging the waiter on some aspect of Star Wars and like Jedis <laughs> and how they're like anti I don't know what it was. But anyway, it was very well-timed and funny. And that's a lot of her videos are her kind of, poking fun lovingly at her husband but she also does comedy she also does yoga and she's I think she's very funny and cool and then she also does this podcast which was I was like all right I'm gonna go with Amber for my pick on follow Friday because I think the podcast that she does is very quality and very cool and I haven't heard anything else quite like it so yeah Amber's my pick. Check her out.
0: Do you have a favorite, either a favorite video of hers or favorite podcast episode? Some, some one thing in particular that really stands out in your memory as like, oh, this is quintessential Amber.
2: Yeah. I mean, definitely the one I just said to you. And then there's another one where he's visiting her family. And so he's white and she's black. And so that's a little bit part of the joke. And she brings him home to her family and he's like making macaroni and cheese like uh, oh, Brooklyn hipster style I've seen style. This and didn't realize
0: and this was hit them yeah oh. her family
2: is all like pretending to be complimentary about the mac and cheese <laughs> but they're kind but they can't of fully um, dreading it
1: <laughs> Yeah. aren't you looking forward to eating Ben's mac and cheese yeah Ben if he take that nutmeg out
3: yes of course
1: you do not have to
3: do this he, he want to put us on something new I feel like I've hurt your feelings no but, I wasn't trying to be your mother. So I'm I was I, yeah. trying to be my own self. Your own, yes. And they taste like your own self. hmm <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: very sweet, and they're like, oh... Uh, I'm so excited that Ben's <laughs> making dinner.
0: <laughs> this is a, 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 definitely a, a whole genre of video for her. The favorite of the videos that I saw when I was looking through her recent history was about her dog, Gucci, who, by the way, is extremely cute. Uh, Gucci ate an entire stick of butter because Ben didn't want to buy a cover for, for the butter that they left out on their counter. And I'm, I'm going to cut in a clip of it here. It is just like, it, it's, it's clearly a rehearsed dynamic. Something they clearly both get a lot out of is just this this back and forth between the two of them.
1: Do you have anything to say to me, Ben? I'm
0: just saying
4: I didn't mean Gucci until he was four, and by that time he had developed bad habits of jumping on the counter.
3: Bad habits, Ben? You over here trying to be the freaking Queen of England with your room temperature butter. I'll kill my dog, Ben
0: This relationship is weirdly aspirational even even though there, there's it's kind of built on this conflict i don't know i just really enjoyed all of the videos with with amber and ben kind of playing off of each other so do you two involve your, your friends your partners your family in what you post online the way that Amber does with with ben or with her family no
2: not really i mean i think we both include our partners in the podcast mm-hmm. yeah I think there's a lot of couple duos like this on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like there's another creator I really like who posts under the handle Ghost Honey and his name is Tyler and his husband's name is Jahao. And Jahao is a real crowd favorite and he pops up <laughs> every once in a while on TikToks and people were asking about him and finally Tyler was like, "Jahao is actually more private than me so I don't post a lot of TikToks with him. And when I do, it's only because he's given me permission. That's good. So I think that was nice because there's a, they definitely could have turned into a little iconic couple and that maybe could have helped with their numbers, but instead he was just like, nope, I deploy him sometimes, but I'm not going to, uh, like, mine that vein.
0: That was Amber Wallen, who's on TikTok at burr underscore I am comedy. Since that episode originally aired, my fiancé and I have become obsessed with Amber's videos. So I very much appreciate Adrian from Underunderstood for that follow recommendation. And if you're not on TikTok, Amber is also on Instagram at burr underscore I am. Next up is a pick from comedy writer Zach Bornstein. He actually recommended three comedians on his episode. So if you like this compilation, then definitely go back and check those out. It was hard to pick just one of them, but I did. And here it is.
1: It's Final Friday.
0: Your first pick is in the category someone you don't know but want to be your friend. You said Patty Harrison, who is on Instagram at party underscore Harderson. Patty is an actor who has been in shows like Search Party, Bojack Horseman, and I think you should leave. So talk about her and why you want her to be your friend. She's just so funny. It's absurd. And uh she actually
4: got banned from Twitter because of this joke where she changed her name to Nilla Wafers by Nabisco.
0: Oh that was her. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explain what happened here.
4: I forget what what the importance of the day was, but Oreo tweeted, just the Oreo brand account tweeted, trans people exist, which, yes, very true, very good thing to say, but it was like part of like a marketing campaign, so people were like kind of shitting on them, and so Patty changed her name to Nilla Wafers by Nabisco and then started replying like, where's your proof, hun? (laughs) Saying like we are pansexual, saying trans women are men. If you are bisexual, we do not want your business, and just kind of like all the like dumb shit, but people say online, but kind of dialed up to a thousand, and it was just so funny. And it's just one of the million things that Patty does. She just seems so cool and so fun, and I I, 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 just hope to one day be be cool enough that she would be my friend.
0: Yeah, she she walks a fine line, at least in her Instagram posts, between earnest, self-promotional stuff and making people laugh. Like uh, I was looking at, there's this clip of her giving an interview for this year's Sundance Film Festival, which was virtual. She's promoting a new movie called Together Together, and she says she has some shocking allegations to make about the film's director. Just total deadpan, quiver in her voice.
2: Nicole Beckwith would fart
3: and blame it on the on-set. And everyone thought it was me. And that was really hard because I went to HR multiple times. And then they would say, no, we know you're the farter. And it was hell to work on that film. And I'm not supposed to say that because we're in a legal battle.
0: So is that a familiar line for you as someone working in comedy? Could you talk a little bit about how you draw that line between making people laugh and promoting the stuff you're working on?
4: Yeah, I mean, that's always kind of a tough balance. I'm terrible at it. And I think a lot of times I have to either be like, this is a joke or this is a, a promo just because some people try like mix them and it works and they're brilliant at it like Patty. But I just like feel like if I'm promoting something, I just like have to be earnest or it seems like I'm like making fun of the thing I did or the people I'm working with and I just I'm not good at balancing that line but but I'm working on it and, and Patty and some other folks have kind of, Bess Kalb is really good at that too of like she's got this brilliant book that she wrote and she's just like always has like the funniest promos about it. Dana Schwartz is really good at that too so I, I, I gotta keep learning from them.
0: There's something kind of admirable though about what Patty did just burning her Twitter account like she got banned <laughs> permanently for the Nabisco thing. I think so it's a it's something that some Twitter comedian I know Jabuki's done it a few times
4: and it's just like it's just like the ultimate joke it's just like saying like this joke is good enough to like throw away hundreds of thousands of followers (laughs) and like everything
0: I've built Uh, it's a very brave thing to do I remember seeing, I think this was like in November, uh, Ira Madison the III, uh, who, he works at Crooked Media, I think, and he changed, he's verified, or he was verified, and he changed his name and his picture to Beta O'Rourke and said, if Biden wins Texas, I'll release the nudes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he was permanently banned for that. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean, it's like, I get it from a Twitter perspective, but you also wish you could go to the, you know, Twitter headquarters and be like, come on. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, so on the topic of, you know, we want to be friends with Patty. We are nearing the point where we're going to get out of lockdown. We're going to start seeing friends again. We're going to have to learn how to, talk like normal people again. So something that I've always wondered, maybe you can answer this, is what is it like when a group of comedians actually hangs out for real? No microphones, no cameras, none of that. Like, are you all trying to make each other laugh? Is it just deadpan, like total, like serious? Like, what is it like? (laughs) I mean, I would say, one, I can only speak for myself.
4: And two, it's kind of just like any other group of humans. So, I think when when you don't know each other as well, if it's like, you know, a group of comedians hanging out backstage at a show or like meeting people for the first time at dinner, it's very much like everyone's trying to be the funny one. You guys know I'm yeah. funny, right? You guys know I'm cool <laughs> and good. You know, once you're actually close with people, it's there's, you know, it's like anyone else. It's like there's not as much pressure to, you know, make sure they know you're funny or, or whatnot. And I think it just comes down to, you know, sometimes it's a fun situation and sometimes it's a bummer and you know you
0: act (laughs) accordingly like a human being (laughs) that was patty harrison who's on instagram at party underscore harderson we're going to take a quick break now but we'll be back in a minute with more comedians you should follow Today's show is brought to you by Follow Friday on Patreon. When you back us there for as little as a dollar a month, you'll get bonus follow recommendations as well as your name in the show notes, a shout out on the show, and more. And if you like this episode about comedians, then you'll really love the Patreon bonus episode with Mark Chrysler from The Constant where he talks about one of his favorite comedians, Paul F. Tompkins. To hear that and six other exclusive bonus follows and more to come in the future, visit patreon.com/followfriday. You can pledge any amount you want, starting at just one dollar. That's patreon.com/followfriday.
1: It's Follow Friday.
0: Welcome back to Follow Friday. Our next comedian comes to us from one of my favorite guests I've ever had on the show, and that's the host of Ologies, Ali Ward. Here it is.
1: It's Father Friday.
0: Let's move on to your next follow, Allie. I asked you for someone you don't know but want to be your friend. Oh, and you said so embarrassing. Chris Fleming, who's on Twitter at Chris Fleming, which is F-L-U-M-I-N-G. Mm-hmm. He's a comedian, and it looks like his best-known work is a series of videos uh, starring a character named Gale, yes. which I, I've missed the boat on this. These have millions of views on YouTube. It's all new to me. So uh, all of Chris's work is new to me. Tell us about him and, and why you want him to be your friend.
3: Uh, I think first off, if we struck up a friendship, I'd be like, "Why is it Fluming and not Fleming? Why is your name <laughs> Fleming and your handle Fluming? I don't know why. I would love to chat over a kombucha with him about that. Um, I have been a fan of his for years, and he's he writes the most beautiful songs. He has one about how the people." who are poly are not the people you want to be poly. (laughs) It's just like, um, and it's kind of a, I mean, it's a celebration of open relationships, but also like a, mm, not really my type kind of a thing. Um, He makes wonderful music videos His sensibility is very unique to him, and I just love that he's very, very tall and lanky with kind of like a shaggy, blonde, um, chin-length shag. He has big glasses sometimes. He wears these jumpsuits that look so perfect on his willowy frame. He pulls off
0: a very good jumpsuit look, I have to say. yeah. His (laughs)
3: dance moves, he's... So lithe and nubile and uh, he's at once a a tall, masculine presence, but also kind of like um, like if you put a child in a taffy stretcher and (laughs) he's so funny and wonderful and he lives not too far from me. And I found this out when I was at a restaurant last year and he walked in to get takeout and I... Have never been more like celebrity struck, but he <laughs> he ended up following me somehow in the last year, and I got so nervous. I don't know why he follows me. I don't know how he knows me. He's probably a fan of your
0: work. I mean, I I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't think
3: so. I don't know how. I don't. I have. I can't. If he is, he's never said like I listened to the podcast or anything. Mm-hmm. I think we DM'd once about a book that I was reading with the, someone of the same last name to ask if he was related, and he said no. And then I was like, very good then. But okay. I'm, yeah. Goodbye forever.
0: <laughs> Goodbye forever.
3: I just, I, but I also kind of don't want to be his friend because I don't want to disappoint him. Aw. <laughs> I don't want to be his friend and have. Me be the friend that he is like, yeah, we definitely should get together and hang, but he has no intention of actually making plans. I would hate to disappoint him as a friend.
0: I, I'm sure you know this. There's thousands upon thousands of people who think that about you, who who love your work and are just like, oh, I'm I'm so afraid I could never talk to her. I would hate to disappoint her. I'm I'm just I'm just putting that out there. <laughs>
3: I I can't imagine that. To me, I can't that. I feel like I'm I'm capable of loving literally anyone on the planet
0: for some <laughs> reason. I'm like maybe Chris is the same way. You never know. I'm just saying.
3: <laughs> I hope so. I think I I think if we ever hung out, I would probably would not say much. I think I would just try to play it as safe as possible and just like try to laugh at the right times. But yeah, it would take me. while
0: well. I would be curious if if you were hanging out with him like as a friend. I watched some of his videos on Twitter and on YouTube, and he has this chaotic, absurdist energy, which, <laughs> I mean, I assume that must take, like, a lot of effort just to, to muster all that and, and, to, and to be that consistently funny and weird. And so I do wonder if, like, hanging out with him would be, it would be strange because you're expecting him to, like, start singing or start changing his costume every few seconds or, or just prancing around the place. I don't know. It must be very a different experience from, from watching him as a performer.
3: I would say he does have a very... Uh, Chaotic and absurd energy, and I would feel like IRL, he would be maybe the quietest person in the room. You never know. Like, I got it. This is the biggest name drop I'm ever, ever going to say in my life. (laughs) But I, because of my science work, I got an invite to dinner at the home of Weird Al Yankovic.
0: Oh, my God.
3: I know. I know. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) I feel the same way.
3: I'm jealous of myself about it. Um, (laughs) But... He has a wonderful daughter who is a science enthusiast, and they watched a science show that I'm on called Innovation Nation and and listened to ologies. And so through a friend who's worked with them, invited me over just to hang out. And and Al, Al, I don't know if I should call him Weird Al or just Al or Al Yankovic, (laughs) Mr. Yankovic.
0: Or you can overcorrect Albert, you know, to just what no one calls him.
3: I can't like I don't feel like I'm on a first name basis, even though we've, <laughs> we have eaten chicken together. But um but so quiet, so shy and quiet. Yep. And uh, he's just kind of what he's like. And so I feel like perhaps Chris Fleming Fluming might be of the same energy where it all comes out creatively. And then they're very like humble and introvert. Who knows?
0: I don't. They say the same thing about uh, Johnny Carson, where we're like, yeah, the peak of the Tonight Show when he was, you know, the most famous man in America. That in, you know, a private party he was intensely introverted, just hands in his pocket, just did not want to, you know, make jokes, did not like, could just was extremely shy in every regard. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's 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 weird how how people sort of can have those very different, you know, kind of dual personalities. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite thing that that Chris has done that you've seen?
3: one thing recently that I watched that seemed like it shouldn't be interesting and in someone else's hands it would not have been but um he in a live show broke down the ending song in Greece uh the <laughs> I've got chills they're multiplying song which a I watched Greece one billion times on cable with my sisters but um someone just in a live show on stage in a in a jumpsuit in like a It's not even a jumpsuit. It's more like a sleeveless romper wearing like an elegant sleeveless evening romper. Shouldn't command as much just awe and rapt attention just breaking down a movie from the 70s. But he's so funny. And just when he he'll stop the video and point out where John Travolta looks possessed. Um, (laughs) And it's just it's just his commentary on anything is Very charming and wonderful. And uh, yeah, I was and I was introduced to him of his work through my boyfriend. And so it's it's not even like a romantic through my now fiance. So it's not even any like budding romance thing because I'm already attached. But moreover, Chris is out of my league. So (laughs) I I just I just want to be in his orbit. I just want to be on one group text. Every, you know, maybe once or twice a month, he'll be like, oh, my God, Car Wash is having a special, you know, maybe local neighborhood people. I don't know. I just want him to ask me houseplant advice a couple times a year. I don't even have a (laughs) lot of houseplants, but I just want to be there for him.
0: That was Chris Fleming, who's on Twitter at Chris Fleming. Fun fact, since we recorded that, I have been to a drive-in movie theater to see Grease, and I can confirm that John Travolta does look possessed during the You're the One That I Want song. We have time for one more follow today, and this one comes from the episode with Helen Zaltzman of The Illusionist. Here we go.
4: It's Final Friday.
0: Your first pick is in the category someone super talented who's still under the radar, and you picked Joe Neary, who is on Instagram at wifeonearth. So talk about Joe, uh, what, what she does, and, and, and why you love her work.
1: Well, I first met Joe. Um, God, about 16 years ago now. um, She, well, she's a lot of things. She does character comedy. And so that's how I met her because I know a lot of stand-ups because my brother's in Mm stand-up. And so um, I would see her around a lot. And then um, she started being a regular at this comedy club that I was helping my friend run in my neighbourhood. And... um, It was was kind of a weird one where people could come and do experimental stuff, which she's really good at. And then afterwards she would come and sleep on my couch because uh, it was quicker than going home. She lived outside of (laughs) London. And so that's how we got to know each other and doing some performance stuff together. And um, she can just do so many different things. Like she'll have a character based on Celia... Johnson's character in brief encounter. So this woman who's like always falling in love, but it's being snatched away from her. Oh. <laughs> um, she does this uncanny Bjork impression, and she loves Bjork as well. So it's it's not kind of oh isn't Bjork stupid? She really loves Bjork. Um, I saw her do a show where she was she was playing a dolphin. And she had this like pool toy inflatable dolphin that she had uh, cut open and was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> but she also does these dances. She really loves dancing. So she'll often do stuff that is silent, but just with incredible movement. Um, I don't know if you know the song Moon Shadow by Cat Stevens.
0: I've heard of it. I couldn't hum it for you, no.
1: I can hum it because I've seen her do this dance where it's just <laughs> a very literal interpretation of what's happening. It goes like and if I ever lose my eyes, and, like, she's got these uh, table tennis balls that <laughs> she, like, throws across the stage, and then she does, like, the whole of the rest of the show with no eyes, and then, then the song goes, and if I ever lose my legs, and then she's got to dance with the without the use of her legs, and then oh it's, like, gosh. if I ever lose my mouth, and she spits Tic Tacs all over the stage as if they're teeth. So the whole time, <laughs> the whole several minutes of dance, she's had this mouthful of Tic Tacs.
0: Oh, my gosh. And she's just, like, at the end of it, just a shambles, just...
1: <laughs> it, except it's... it's uh, uh, it's not. It's all. It's all like, kind of a shambles and kind of beautifully intentional. Yeah. And so she's very imaginative. Uh, she used to do this song called um, "I'm the Worst Eminem Tribute Act in the World," oh, where no. she would just come and sort of sing this show tune. <laughs> <laughs> in the
0: style of Eminem, or just no, just no, a show in tune the style of straight. a show tune.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why she's the worst Eminem tribute act. Because um, so there's just a real kind of joy to her work, and then she. Um, has been keeping this, like, sort of comic book diary of her life for Mm -hmm. decades.
0: Does that on Instagram, yeah. Yeah,
1: and I just find that really fun and and sort of interesting in style, how she expresses her life visually or or through these means and always kind of unexpected, and how she can make very mundane things charming. I think she has kind of low self-esteem about how brilliant she is, which I find frustrating, yeah, because she's like, well, you know, if things are based on merit, then, you know, if I deserved it, I would be doing better. And I was like, no, they're not. You're in showbiz. It's not based on merit at all. It's based <laughs> on hustle.
0: This is something I was talking about when Ellie Ward was on Follow Friday. Was um, We were talking about Chris Fleming, one of her picks, and how someone's stage presence can be completely at odds with who they are in private oh, gosh, life. Yeah. Where, where where she her pick, you know, we were speculating that uh, Chris was, you know, this wild, absurdist, incredibly similarly creative, inventive comedian. And we were speculating, you know, um, based on other folks we've met, like we wonder if he's just really quiet and really reserved and just, you know, the complete opposite in real life. I do love, though, what you're saying, though, about how she's so inventive that she's trying multiple creative things that that it's not she's not just someone who's only doing the comic of her life she's not only doing the you know the stand-up musical stuff um is there anything in particular would, would you say the the comic is the thing you most associate with her like when you are following her online or what is the thing that you that uh, you see most often or that you uh follow the most often of her work
1: yeah i i'd say regarding what you were just saying about whether people are different on or off stage i think that's odd for her, given that she knows those people both on and off stage. So it's not even about yeah. their on stage confidence. It's about the fact that she is attributing things to her own abilities rather than how industries work. Right. Um, so I feel like she deserves more for the talents that she has. But um, I guess, yeah, now that um, I mean, I don't go to comedy really anymore. Even before COVID, I'd sort of fallen off doing that. Mm-hmm. So for the first several years, I would associate her with these like interpretive dances. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, the drawings are. Are always there to be looked at, even if uh, Joe is not. Um, but she's just one of these people that lives a very creative life. It's it's just so much part of who she is. Like you, you go to her house and like her desk looks like someone who's just really interested in the objects around her and and f- sort of creatively fed by them um also <laughs> she once came to visit with her husband pad and we realized that pad had the same shoes that my husband has <laughs> except uh, two sizes smaller so while my husband was uh, in the loo um we switched one of his shoes for one of pad's <laughs> shoes and then watched him <laughs> struggling to put it on i usually hate pranks but it was um it was an incredible day
0: that was joe neary who's on instagram at wife on earth thank you again to everyone who nominated us for the podcast awards If you have a second and you want to support the show even more, then please go to Apple Podcasts and leave Follow Friday a five-star review. Your review will encourage more people who are new to this podcast to take a chance on it. Follow me on Twitter at HeyHeyESJ and this show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Follow Friday Pod. Follow Friday's theme music was written by me and performed by Yona Marie. Our show art was illustrated by Dodi Hermawan. That's all for this week. This is Eric Johnson reminding you to talk about people behind their backs. And when you do, say something nice. See you next Friday.